Hello, welcome to Dailyish, episode 33. I'm your host, Chris Enns. This is uh, Wednesday, August 27th. It's 13 degrees Celsius outside. Got down to 5 degrees, apparently, while I was gone here in our house. We came back to was 17 degrees inside. Very cold. We actually had to turn on the furnace for a little bit uh, in August just to take the chill off when we went to bed because it was so freezing in our house. Kids were freezing. Everybody was freezing. But luckily, it's all warmed up. It's warming up again. Summer isn't over yet, thankfully, but this isn't a weather podcast, as you know. Speaking of weather, this podcast is brought to you by Campaign Monitor, which I've mentioned a few times, and is an awesome company that supports good stuff, supports Dailyish with our podcasting efforts, and uh, check out the results of their tools at goodstuff.fm slash newsletter for an example of how you can easily send out great-looking newsletters in very little time because I don't have a lot of time, and they make it easy to do that newsletter. First off, I want to thank everybody who uh, has been letting me know via Twitter mainly uh, about um, Burger King buying Tim Hortons. It's uh, I appreciate your concern for my perhaps inability to <laughs> hear news about you know one of the biggest brands in Canada. While I do live in Canada, um, it's uh, I hadn't... <laughs> Obviously, I've heard about it, and but it, at the same time, I, it's it's funny to get all sorts of notes from folks who are concerned or uh, whatever about the Tim Hortons brand that I buy coffee from on occasion. Who knows? We'll see what happens with that. I don't really have too many comments on Burger King and coffee and burger franchises. I try to avoid Burger King. I, for some reason, it's like a one in ten chance of getting a good good burger, I feel like, there. Um, if they're made like to the specifications of the original Burger King, then generally they're good. But when you subject that recipe to a pimply faced 17 year old kid who is checking his iPhone while he's making burgers and throwing stuff on there, something, it loses a little bit in the translation, I guess. Uh, Follow-up from our my travel episode, last pre-travel episode, we had a great trip out, seven and eight hours or whatever it is out to Winnipeg area and back over the weekend for a wedding, family wedding, and great wedding. It rained right up until the moment before the wedding was supposed to start, and they waited a few minutes longer, and the sun broke out, and it was a beautiful day. So that's great. Um, congratulations to my cousin and her new husband. And... Uh, Thank you to all the folks who have sent in some thoughts and ideas on uh, on travel tips with kids, particularly. The uh, Garth sent in a response of, um, I had asked in the subject line of the question on, for the episode last time on Twitter of how do you do it with kids, and he had responded with, you don't. But I know he had just traveled, moved across country in the States, so I know he does do it, but he just refused to provide details. <laughs> Dave Mosher responded with no tech, or at the minimum used as a last resort, coloring pages, pipe cleaners, activity books, activities, books, and establishing a pattern. And then his uh, wife um, responded with more details appropriately enough, probably. Um, the uh, get this in the right order here. This last travel, 4,000 kilometers, we used the tech as bait. Actual nap equals 30 minutes of tech worked well for a 7- and 5-year-old who did not nap 80% success rate. Also embrace the creative mess. Rolls of tape, post-its, glow sticks can be a very entertaining, cheap, silly... Oh, entertaining slash cheap, sorry. Not cheap, silly songs. Silly songs slash audiobooks. And Evening Design on Twitter responded with, We do a bucket of old school too, including magnets and a cookie sheet to work on. Magnets amuse for a long time. 
which is a an interesting one. My wife had heard of that one. I hadn't. I don't uh, peruse the Pinterest boards of travel tips for families that often lately these days. But uh, um, that's an interesting one. I hadn't thought of as magnets and cookie sheets of various sizes. We just don't have an old cookie sheet that we don't want to uh, hand off to the kids to scratch up and destroy and whatever. Uh, Carrie, friend, friend of the show, Carrie had responded with uh, rotate activity every hour, one hour iPad, one hour drawing Minecraft pictures, one hour reading a book, one hour counting cars coming the other way or whatever. Uh, I spy game, then back to the start. Most hours will have at least 20 minutes of boredom in it or telling a Minecraft or other game story thanks to everybody for sending in those suggestions I think those are awesome all great ideas of how to get by we did uh, like I said we did a combination of um, of activity books um, toys like they brought each uh, I packed up some toys cars and tractors and superhero guys that they could just play with in the in the back seat um, and then just a ton of books for our oldest he's loving books obviously or not obviously but he is and uh, and that worked really well for the most part. We had a, you know, obviously you get whiny a bit in a long car drive like that and stopped for stopping for lunch and stopping for potty breaks and stretches and getting out and remembering, in our case, anyways, last time I know we did a trip, we kind of forgot to take our youngest, she's one, out of the car seat and let her just walk around a bit and kind of just let her and made her sit for the, a lot of the trip. And uh, this time we just, even though it felt like, it was going to be more hassle just to like make sure she doesn't get run over in a car by a car at a gas station or whatever. It just, you know, took her out, let her walk, stumble around a little bit, stretch her legs. Um, it's part of that whole, like, as you have kids and seeing them as actual humans instead of just little things, objects to take care of and, and, uh, stick soothers in. But anyways, um, <laughs> the, uh, uh, trip went well and, uh, yeah, nothing much to report there beyond that i'd welcome future feedback on ideas you have on that it's always something interesting new ways of traveling with kids and uh we actually have one system that we've developed and this would be of for of use to anybody with a minivan or a larger vehicle i guess but our our two boys the five and the seven year old sit in the very back of the van and then our one year old sits in the bucket seat in the middle row and so it's you know for my wife sitting in the front seat with me beside me there it's tough to reach back and give things to them so we have a pole sort of a skinny metal pole from something else that we use that she puts a little sort of basket in and um, sort of zip lines it back to them they grab the stuff out of the basket and then throw the bucket container back up to her and so it saves a lot of hassle we developed a system a little while ago she developed this can't take credit for it she developed a system a little while ago uh, a couple trips ago and it's worked really really well for um just passing things back, little cups of a snack or whatever, or or games, or setting up a iPad for. They played a lot of uh, Super Stickman Golf. Actually, it was a great game that they they really enjoyed on the iPad and and using my iPhone. Um, they could play together in race mode and uh, against each other, sort of, and uh, had a great time doing that. And uh, so that's little pulley system we were saying like it'd be awesome if a minivan somehow could had designed with she she would love like lots of little hooks and and places to snap things in i'll, I'll post a little picture that we she'd set up a, try putting her ipad hanging between the mirror and the or the overhead um thingy whatever in the van and clipping it in to sort of hang sort of in in space 
like a heads up display for her to work at kind of her mobile office. But uh, anyways, vans should come with more places to clip and, and attach things and clasps and all that kind of stuff. Wouldn't make it look as fun inside, but I'm sure a designer could figure out a way. Um, and that's, um, yeah. And particularly a pulley system of some sort to send things to the back for people with young families. So Toyota, Honda, whoever, figure that out. All right. That's it for me this episode. Thanks for listening. I will uh, hopefully get another one out this week. And uh, oh, be sure to check out, uh, I'll put a link, Dropbox just uh, updated their plans. If you've been shying away in tech news anyways, Dropbox has been uh, has just updated their plans, $10 for a terabyte of space, lots of storage, and uh, a few other neat things as well. Just breaking news this morning, I guess, as I recorded. That's kind of interesting. Oh, and I forgot to mention, for uh, just a little uh, prize reward thing for anybody who's traveling or, or just wants a new game. There's i uh, I've, I'm putting photos of coupon I app store, uh, codes for the game threes. There's three, actually three codes for threes, a great little numbers puzzle game. If you haven't played it already, go grab the code first come first serve. There's three of them there. Just take one for yourself and, and let someone else grab them. Uh, so it'll be a photo of them. You have to submit it to the App Store that way with iTunes or on your phone or iPad or whatever, and you can redeem it. It should work outside of Canada. I think it was the Starbucks coupon code. I grabbed a bunch of them one time when I was in there, and they they expire at the end of September. So I already have it. Oh, sorry. It's valid only on the Canadian iTunes Store. So I guess that's the limitation of that. So Canadians, go. Now, now that you don't have, you don't, we don't own Burger King, you can get at least own threes. See ya. Thank you.